Welcome once again to the Monkey in a Cage podcast. It's Lady M and Cage Monkey here. And for today's podcast, we thought we would touch on the subject of extramarital submissives. Since we're a married couple that lives a dom-sub relationship where sometimes, on the side, I have other guys locked in chastity or control their orgasms, we felt it was fitting. We have written a really great post on this on the blog, and I'll make sure I try to link to it when I post the podcast. Rather than actually trying to spell it out by mouth like www. blah blah blah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that would be kind of dumb. Yeah, it would kind of be like a tongue twister. <laughs> uh, anyway, if you follow us on Twitter, um, some of you may be aware of the fun we had uh, with Lady M uh, recently having herself a uh, an extra sub to play with and have fun with. And some people were asking how that exactly works uh, for us, um, knowing that we're not actually swingers or sharers or anything like that. It sounds a little strange that it would be okay for... Lady M to have a sub on the side, and so uh, we felt that it would be kind of interesting for us to get into that. Uh, some of you may or may not know that I have had some kind of bad experiences with subs, guys and <laughs> girls both. I mean, I and yes, I will have guys subs and girl subs, and girls are fun. But anyways, <laughs> um, you know, they, like, I don't know, they either get scared off, or I'm just entirely too intense for them, or whatever, but they just end up disappearing, and then I never hear from them again. I don't which... think that's a maybe, or you being too intense for somebody, I think. Okay, okay, yes, I'm a pretty intense person. <laughs> I try to explain that up front, but anyways... Uh, it kind of annoys the living shit out of me when people just disappear and I never hear from them again. So, anyway, scare them off. <laughs> running for the hills. This this may be true. I don't know, but um, like literally, I could do a whole podcast probably on submissives who run away. No. <laughs> Anyways, what happened was, and how the whole Twitter thing came about is, I met this guy and we started chatting, and he's a chastity dude and all that stuff. And he's actually really fantastic. We're about the same age. We just hit it off like friend wise and we became really good friends. And that's kind of what it was in the whole lock up, you know, lock him up and controlling his orgasm thing is out of friendship. And because I love control and he likes to be controlled. That's what normal friends do is lock each other up and control their <laughs> orgasms, right? Right, exactly. Just I mean, f- we're just friends. And, <laughs> and we're I, just friends. And, and she locks up my cock. And he does, and I don't let him come unless you know I feel like it. <laughs> That's normal. Yes, it's perfectly normal. So, uh, one of the hugest things, okay, when I have a sub on the side, is I get, oh well, you know, how does your husband feel about that, or how does Cage Monkey feel about that, because. I guess that is an issue. You, We aren't a sharing couple. We're not open. We're not poly as it is or whatever. We're not. And no, I'm not getting into those definitions. But anyways, we're not an open thing. We don't have that stuff. So um, when it comes down to this, one of the biggest things is what his feelings are and how, how he feels about it all. So how do you feel? Well, um, one of the major things with it, obviously, is communication. And so we've talked about this on many levels at many different times and explain to each other very clearly what we're comfortable with and what we want and don't want. And what both of us don't want is we don't want a physical sexual relationship outside of our marriage because, frankly, we're both very satisfied with what we have with each other, which is good. But, you know, that doesn't preclude us from having those fantasy things. And 
you know, we've talked about pseudo-cuckolding on the blog in the past. Those types of things are perfectly fine to do because they're fantasies and they're just talking and they're just words. And as long as there's no real emotional meaning behind the words, you can say anything you want as long as people are into it and it presses their buttons. And I think Lady M and I both understand that sometimes we go into things fantasy-wise that aren't going to work in real life and that's fine for us. Do you agree? I do. And well, you were saying there's no emotion about behind it. I don't know. There's emotion behind it because I really do enjoy it. I enjoy what I do. So don't there's not no emotion behind it. Um but you, there's but no you, romantic emotion behind it. It's more like it turns me the hell on and then I get to take all of that out on you basically. So I have subs on the side who I control and I make them do things and I whatever and it turns me on and then in turn I don't know, Cage Monkey kind of benefits from that. There are some rules or limits or whatever that we've talked about over the years where it's a very big deal where I make sure that any sub I take on is full aware that my husband and my family are first and foremost and they need to respect that. So respect is the biggest rule when it comes to this kind of thing. Um, subs on this side will respect my time. They'll respect the fact that no matter what, my family and my husband come first. So teasing him is my priority. If they get teased along the way as well, yay, that's a bonus. And a lot of times, just a few minutes ago, I made Cage Monkey eat my pussy before this podcast, and I decided to take pictures and send it to a boy. I mean, that's the kind of thing, like, you know, they get included in that kind of stuff and teased along the way when I'm actually... It is focused on Cage Monkey. So, I mean, those are the kinds of things. But but that rule, that that's the rule. That's the limit. The limit is these extra things I do will never take away from the time I spend or the, the attention that I give to him. He's always first. And that's comfortable for me, too, because I'm the one eating your pussy. <laughs> if it was the other way around, if I was at work and you were sending me pictures of another guy eating your pussy, I might be a little uncomfortable with that. Well, but that, <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't mind you turning guys on by showing them how you're teasing me. I mean, we have the blog up on the internet. Duh. <laughs> of course, I enjoy that, and you know, you do too. And I think, along with the respect, one of the big things uh, for you, as well as with us, and you'll see this as a theme on our blog time and time again, is one of the biggest things is communication, full disclosure, and making sure everybody knows everything about what people are up for, what people aren't, limits, etc., etc. If your subs aren't communicating or aren't taking in your communication, that's like a, uh, that's a no for you. It, it needs to be something where they're going to communicate with you and you communicate fully with them. That's true. And like we said, Cage Monkey's not a couple, so the only thing that happens there is all those times I masturbate while I'm at home and he's at work and I get to tease him because he's in a cage and, you know, he can't touch. So, um, yeah, there is no actual, like, sex outside of our marriage, or and, and there won't ever be, just because that's that's not what it is. That's not to say that we wouldn't meet someone in person, and if a relationship kind of really flourished and everything like that and things were like perfect that that person wouldn't kind of become part of play that I don't think that's out of the question for either one of us we've kind of had that discussion a little bit we have met a couple of people um vanilla not anything um nothing crazy happened but we did meet a couple of people 
but it really isn't out of the question that there is the possibility if things were like just perfect that, you know, I wouldn't tie up another guy in my house and like spank the hell out of him or make him watch Cage Monkey Please Me in person. You know what I mean? Like there are, there are a million ways you can involve having an extra sub on the side that doesn't include actually like physically having sex with those people. It's, it's not, and same with a girl sub. I, you know, there's always a possibility of that too. And that brings in a whole lot of more fun, but we're not going to get into that. That's not part of this whole podcast. But It would also have to be someone who we trust very much and would know would not cross any boundaries and respect, like you said, all the things that, all the limits from everybody and wouldn't take advantage of anything of that type of sort of thing. Right. Like I said, rule number one, and first and foremost, respect. Mm-hmm. Um, so how it kind of works when I have a sub on the side, you know, like, I mean, there's a whole lot of email, text, online chatting, and we talk about sex. I send pictures. Like I just said, I sent one earlier. There's tons of teasing and tasks and all that stuff and just tons of mind fuckery. God, I love that word. <laughs> um, because I truly do enjoy frustrating the hell out of people. I mean, especially someone who's now locked in a cage because I told them to. Like that even more is like such a turn on. Um, someone asked me, like, if I have a guy in chastity and, and I'm controlling his orgasms and all that stuff, like, does he get to go out on dates or have girlfriends or that kind of thing? And, and I said, well, yes, they can go out and whatever with the understanding that I control what's in their pants. So <laughs> no, they're likely not having sex when they're going out on a date, which actually is better for the girl because they're more focused on her and not having sex with her that night. Someone asked too, like, how long, how long will I keep a sub? There is no how long. I had one sub collared for about two years. I helped him get back with his wife, and she now controls him and keeps him locked in chastity and stuff like that. So if a sub wanted to date while I have him locked, that's fine. I just control his cock and his orgasms and all of that stuff. And um, whatever. If there was a guy who was in chastity and he wanted that physical play, which I've had that happen too, I have lent out guys to other mistresses to do with what they want, aside from the cock that's in a cage, because that belongs to me. So, that's kind of that. <laughs> well, I was hoping for you to have more time to get into how you masturbate while I'm at work. Um, <laughs> but seeing as uh, time is time for us to go, um, I guess we'll have to get into that another time. So maybe we'll just have you masturbate right on the podcast. Oh, yes. There, I could just do a masturbation podcast for all of you while you're all at work. <laughs> I bet you that one would never run long. <laughs> All right. I hope during this podcast we were able to answer a lot of your questions. If you have any other ones, please feel free to post them on the blog or email us or Twitter even. Any any way you want to do that, we're so happy to answer them. Thank you again for listening, and we can't wait for next time. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.